Let me talk about something else that came about today as well, but it was something on my mind that I wanted to share. And it is this idea of how we say people's names. I went into the bank and I wanted to speak to a principal banker because I had an issue with my account. And when I sat down with this particular person who's not my principal banker, uh, she gave me her card and she could tell that I was a little bit struggling with her name. And so she offered the quick nickname, right? So she said, oh, just call me Avi. Don't worry about it. Okay. Someone else in the branch also came into the office area. Um, he's like another manager. And he said, um, oh, my name is Massad. And, you know, if you need anything, please let me know, blah, blah. And he also gave me his card. And what I realized is I don't want to use their nicknames, right? I don't want to use her nickname. So I asked her kindly, I said, I'm sorry, could you just say your name for me so that I can hear it so I can try to say it correctly? And her name, her name isn't even that hard, but it's Azadea. Azadea. I think I'm saying that correctly. Okay. Azadea. But it's, you know, it's like six letters. Okay. Azadea. Beautiful name. And what I realized is, is, you know, in this country, in the United States, we tend to have no problem saying the names that we hear and have been kind of um, just inundated with throughout our lives, right? Which are names like Jane and Kevin and Robert and, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? But anytime somebody has a name that we're not familiar with, they either offer a nickname because they're tired of people hacking their names or not even trying and then offering a nickname to give them, which is so bad on so many levels, or we turn around and struggle with the name or we don't even try. And so then we give them a nickname, right? We've seen this in the movies. We've probably, a lot of us have uh, done this. I've been guilty of it as well. And I have stopped doing that. Instead, what I do is realize that everyone's name is their identity, right? it is respectful to at least try. Now, there are names that we're just not familiar with because especially in the United States, unless you have an Anglo name or a Christian name, it hasn't been a name that has been used wildly all the time in classrooms. I have rarely ever met or been in a classroom with somebody whose name was Carmen. Now the name Carmen is so common. It is both a Spanish name, a Latin name, an Italian name. It is a very well known name in any Spanish speaking country. And also like, it's like the name Mary. It's so common. But in the United States, I think I have only met one or two people in my entire life who had the same name as Carmen. And one of them was a man visiting from Italy, <laughs> you know, so like he was a friend of a friend of a friend or something. And so even though my name is so common in Spanish communities and in Italian, it's not here in the United States, I guess. And also my name is not Carmen. 
And on the East Coast, people say Carmen. They just take the R right out, right? My name is actually Carmen, but I don't even think that people will ever try to use or say my name correctly with the rolling of the R's. But you know what's really interesting? I don't even bother anymore with thinking someone will even try, you know? And what's happened is, is that I've gotten accustomed to people just saying Carmen, which is fine because for me, I look at it as the name Carmen is just the English American version of my name, right? It's still spelled the same way. It's just not said correctly in the language and in the accent that it was given to me in. Okay. So there's a little difference there. What has never happened is I've been given a nickname because people don't want to try and say my name correctly. And I think there's something a little bit disrespectful in us doing that and us just not even trying to understand that people have names that we're not used to, but let's get used to them because these are people that we are doing business with, right? These are people that we are working with. These are people that we live next door to. These are people that are part of our ecosystem every single day. So one of the things that I try to do on a regular basis, because hey, while I'm preaching all this, by the way, I'm horrible at names. I'm horrible. I'm horrible at names. So I always say to people, I say, can you tell me your name? And I'm just going to give you the straight up truth. I'm horrible with two things in the world. Directions, right? If I'm driving, I need to really know where I'm going and I have to have like a building and I have to have like, there's going to be a McDonald's over here. And there's I really do a good job when I have to research and go to a new place. I research a lot, okay, because I'm terrible with directions. But when it comes to names, I have a bad habit of really messing up names and stuttering, especially when I don't feel comfortable with a name and also uh, remembering a name. If you if If I don't talk to you on a regular basis or know you on a regular basis, and that has nothing to do with how you pronounce names. Your name could be John. And if I don't talk to you on a regular basis, I will forget your name tomorrow. You know, that's just a whole other thing. But those are the two things that I'm really weak on. So I try to work on them. I try to flip it and, and work on it so that I do better. So I asked her, I'm doing quotes right now, Avi. I asked her if she could tell me how to say her name correctly. And we talked about it. We went over it and she was like, oh, you got it. No, it's perfect, whatever. But the other thing I noticed was she was so happy in that I was trying. And I said to her, you know, what's interesting as is we don't try in this country at all to say names we're not familiar with, but we should be because we are this beautiful country with such diversity and beauty. And we need to do better about trying to incorporate names in our everyday verbiage. And I then went on to explain to her, you know, one of the things I do when I talk to actors, when they first come to town, like new actors, and before anybody starts asking me if I'm a manager or an agent, I am not. But I tend to know a lot of um, young actors who come to town and they'll touch base with me so I can give them some of the ins and outs of how to deal with the business end of this town. And a lot of them will want to change their names, their first names or their last names, because they think 
oh, uh, it'll be better if I do A and it'll be easier for them if I do B and they'll remember me better. And here's what I always tell them. Arnold Schwarzenegger. We all know how to say Schwarzenegger. We're all used to it. We know who he is. We know what he've do- what he's done. We know what movies he's in. We also know he was governor of California. We can say his name perfectly. Why? Because it's part of the verbiage, part of the lexicon, part of what we've gotten used to saying on a regular basis. So we will get used to saying names like Azadea or Masad or whatever the other names are that are coming um, to fruition in our everyday lives. They've always been there. We've just always done this thing where we're giving people nicknames. So we're all used to saying Arnold Schwarzenegger because it's part of our everyday verbiage. It's part of the lexicon of what we do and say to each other and movies we've seen. And I think that's what we have to get used to and start forcing ourselves to do all the time. And we see a name that we're not used to. Tell people we don't know their name, ask them how to say it, ask them how to spell it, ask them again how to say it, and then try to remember it and try to say it correctly. I don't think we ever need to be giving people nicknames. I think we need to be doing the hard work of learning to say their names correctly, right? And here's the thing that happened that I thought was kind of cool. We're going to be doing business together. And I don't have over $10 million in an account with them. And that's who they usually kind of deal with, right? Um, at all banks, there are principal bankers for certain uh, wealth clients. And as many people know, I'm not one of those people, but I work with all those people. So for me, you know, when I do my personal banking, I just do it like everyone else. I call the 800 number or I just go to the teller or whatever. I don't have a personal banker. Well, when I was there today, they both gave me their cards. They're like, anything you need, you call us, you contact me. No, it doesn't matter, you know, how much money you have or not. We want to take care of you. And now I'm going to open up a business account with them for myself. Cause I'm like, these people are going to take care of me. And all that came out of the the three of us having this conversation about names and how to say it correctly and me being respectful and wanting to learn more about who they are and how to say their names correctly. And I think that's important too. I know that I love to talk and I know that when I talk, people say I'm a very good storyteller and I am. But part of the reason that I feel comfortable having conversations with people is because part of being able to speak well and to speak in a storytelling voice and way and style is because I'm an excellent listener and I'm always intrigued by the conversation, not just by hearing my own voice. So you turn around and you have this communication back and forth with someone, you learn about them, you respect them, And that's how the networking happens, right? I'm going to start talking a little bit more about networking in the future because I think people do it wrong all the time. It's not just, you know, oh, let me add this person on LinkedIn and then let me send them a direct message and tell them all the things I'm selling. That has happened so many times. Every time it happens now, I just, I block the person. Like they'll add me. I'm happy to, I'll add anybody on LinkedIn. I don't care. 
But then the minute you send me this email about stuff you can sell and give me, we're done. Networking may not be the best word because I think it's been diluted a bit, but networking is really about listening to other people and connecting with them in some way, shape, or form, trying to form common bonds between each other where you matter and I matter. And in that, maybe we can do business together, right? And that's what happened when I was at the bank and talking to Azadea and Masad right? We were having this interaction and this communication and a connection between each other. And it all stemmed from a common space of a subject and something that intrigued us and affected all three parties. And in that, we found a common comfort level with each other. And I think that will be why we are going to do business, which I'm definitely going to reach out to them because I want to do business with them now. Because I think I think they know the kind of person I am and I get who they are now too, even though it was just that one hour conversation and interaction. So networking is a very intricate dance. It's not something that you just do by connecting with somebody on, you know, a social media network and then turning around and, you know, commenting a few times on something and then trying to sell them something. It really can't be just about you. It really, really, it has to be about us. It has to be about what can we do for each other, right? Something to think about. I'm going to start doing some episodes that really talk about this one subject about networking. And I think all along the way, I'm kind of always dropping a little bit of pearls about networking, but it really is important to be a good listener and to find a connection, an authentic connection between you and the other party before you can even consider offering services. And, you know, that's the other part of it, offering services. Why are you offering something I never asked for, right? So we'll talk about that maybe in the next episode, but I am always grateful that people listen. And I got a couple of emails last week. So thank you so much. And I responded to them. And um, if you want to leave me a message, I encourage you to do so. Please go to my website, CarmenSuarez.com. If you're following me on YouTube, please, please, please go to Spotify or Apple podcast or anywhere you listen to podcasts and make sure you follow me there as well. It helps me with my... um you know, having a certain amount of listeners. And if you could add me on YouTube, if you're not already following me on YouTube, I really appreciate that as well. I will leave all of these links in the show notes and I will touch base with you next week for sure. Have a great one. Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.